Welcome everybody to the first episode of Impulse. I'm your host, Spike and VR Gabe, and my co-host. Yo, what's up guys? My name is Carb Guy or Jonas. I'm the co-host of this show and I'm Mike Craftsman. I do music stuff. And that's that's just that's what I do. Alright, so we're just gonna ask you a couple questions, Mike, and then we can just kinda hang out, vibe and talk or whatever, you know? Word up. Alright, so um I heard that you have a song in a movie, correct? Yeah, the Bad Kids movie. It was, a, it was a documentary shot about a continuation school uh, here in Joshua Tree. And that's where all the bad kids went. Okay. It's on it's on Netflix to watch that shit, man. It's, it's good. What was, like, your, like, inspiration to make that song for, like, the specific scene it was in in the movie? Like, what gave you that, like, a whole inspiration? I guess, like, well, you know, the song's called This Town. So, like, I guess This Town was my, you know, inspiration. So I moved here and didn't like it at all. You know what I mean? It was quiet and just a fucking desert and that's not a place any you know kid really wants to fucking be when there's cooler stuff to be doing and i kind of just wrote it because like man i saw so many kids who were like my age it's like full-on crackheads and shit already and that shit was just it was hurt you know what i mean you know, just i don't know i just, just wrote it man you know I, it was definitely it? The- was it from your heart or was it like like the producers yeah, of the movies like did they give you like a set thing that they wanted you to go off of or oh, they just no that was that's what was neat about that experience was that I wrote that song already. There's a shitty SoundCloud version out. You know what I mean? Like before I even knew how to really produce music, it, was, it sounded like shit. It was terrible. And I, uh, I, I, I had already made that song. And then the the uh, directors of the movies heard it and were like, "Yo, no, let, let's plug you in and you know get you in a professional studio. And let studio, let's re-record the song the right way because they like the lyrics. You know." So but they reached the, out to you. Yeah, so I was at the school. I was at the school while they were filming that. So, like, I was one of the kids that, like, I'm actually in the movie. I didn't just make the song for the movie. I'm in the movie. Oh, you in it? so cool. Yeah, man, I'm in a movie. Oh, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm a fucking movie star. I got to go to the (laughs) fucking... I'm a movie star. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like the SoundCloud rapper version of a movie star. SoundCloud like, rapper you know, I mean, like, I don't, it was cool, man. We got to go to Sundance, Sundance Film Festival. I got to perform wow. there and hang out with celebrities and shit. And it was, you know what I mean? At the time where I went, I was like 18. You know what I mean? It was like a fucking mm. huge, crazy thing for me. Yeah, was, dude, I'm sure. Was, what uh, like, what celebrities huge, were there? Uh, I met Danny Glover. What's her name? Kristen Stewart. Dude, there's like literally so much. I can't even, like... Because we were, because we were technically, quote, movie stars, you know, we were like the stars of a movie. We got to be in the same place where all the other stars were. Like, there was no, like, there's no tears. It was just either in a movie or not. They're there, they're not there, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, I, dude, there's so I can't even count them on my hand. I, I met so many fucking celebrities. That's like, crazy, I, like, dude. Like, everyone, dude. It was fucking crazy. You know what I mean? I, I had met Nas there, because at that same year, he put out a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Were you like, uh, like, who were you hanging out with most? Uh, you know, I was actually hanging out with uh, my producer the most. We were like, because like Sundance Film Festival, it's like, you know, it's, it's a film festival. So it's like, there's just movies and shit. And, you know, so we got to see all these movies before they came out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we saw Rob Zombie's newest movie and got to meet him. So we actually yeah. were vibing. We were vibing, man. We were just going, like, I probably watched in the course of a week, I probably watched like 30 fucking movies. Dude, that's crazy. That that would have been such a crazy experience. Dude, it was fucking cool, man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then to top it off, bro, like, I'm not even, like, 
I'm not even trying to like toot my own horn, but like to top mm. it off, we got, we're staying in a mansion. Like we weren't even in like Man, a hotel dude. or B&B. The, the person who funded the movie, her name is Donna, and she's like an amazing person who does yeah. a lot of cool a lot of people. Um, she, yeah, we, she like loaned us her fucking mansion. We were staying in a mansion. Dude. It was like, I'd never been around so much money in my life. You guys were like, like all in the same like house? Well, not me and like the other celebrities, like me and like a couple people from the movie, the directors of the movie, my producer, the people who worked for like the directors of the movie, like uh, interns and stuff. But, but like, you know what I mean? This is like a fucking 10 room mansion. There was like more than enough room. We weren't cramped at all. Dude, that's so cool. Dude, it was insane. Each dude, and I shit you not, man. Each room was like bigger than my apartment at the time. Dude. Oh my gosh, like, dude. I, I, lived a, I lived in a studio apartment. And like, mm. I'm telling you, each room had like a bathroom, like the size of my living room and like its own mini living room. Like, each, like that shit could have been a hotel. Damn, that's honestly insane. Yeah, just being I, around like people that just have so much influence probably was just a, a crazy experience. Dude, it was crazy. You know, like I, I got to really, I got to talk to Nas, man. I mean, Nas yeah. all fucking time, and I got to talk to Nas, and he told me some really cool shit about the industry. Dude, and that's it, so cool. Yeah, it was one of the highlights of my life, like for mm, sure. Definitely like, getting just like a little bit of information about someone that's actually in the industry helps incredibly totally man and you know and at that at that point in time like i wasn't quote new to the industry like my producer mm -hmm. for example his name is uh jorge Carante, and he you know he has platinum records with janet jackson and you know i mean all types of cats you know what i mean I, I met him through the movie and you know so at that point i had been around people in the industry but background people in the industry and then like so mm -hmm. to like talk to fucking Nas, you know like he's one of the goats you know like no one can deny whether you like Nas or not, that he's one of the, you know, greats. Yeah, definitely. He's a really big influence on you? Oh, totally, man. You know what I mean? Illmatic is one of the, one of the, if not the best hip-hop album ever made, in my opinion. Um, that, along with It Was Written, you know what I mean? That shit is insane. Dude, that's honestly crazy. Right. Uh, like, just for, I guess, how much you've accomplished really fast anyways. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what I mean? That's that's what's like strange about it. That's what that's what's like strange about it is that like I think I think we talked about this a little bit when we first talked where it's that like there's like that weird threshold of like what you know success means these days because you know I got to get a song in a movie, made some money off of it, hang out with all these celebrities, you know, but and I only have like, you know, like fucking 1000 followers on Instagram, you know, or even like Jorge Carante, you know, the guy who is like the fucking guy I mean, my producer, and he has like a couple hundred followers, you know. Yeah. It's like there's like a weird threshold of what like fame means these days or success. So, who inspired you to make music and beats? Like, who were your biggest inspirations? Like growing up, anyways. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready to have this argument. Yeah. Oh boy, let's hear it. Kanye West is one of the best artists to ever walk the planet. Yeah. I will. I'm ready to have this argument. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna speak on his character we all know he's a lunatic these days it's fine <laughs> i'm not gonna debate that but kanye west one of the most talented humans on this fucking yeah. planet and um at a young age i was i was inspired by uh people like common and most deaf and Nas, all these older hip-hop artists like artists like before my time even like mm -hmm. rock camp and Eric B, and you know Wu Tang. You know I got I got the Wu Tang. Yeah. Symbol. Okay. Side of my, 
You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, I was inspired by these artists, and then Kanye West came around, where he was like this perfect. Back when hip hop was making this transitional stage, it was like right before Lil Wayne ruled the radio, and right after like Lil Jon ruled the radio. You know how like we had that crunk era, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then you know, what I mean, and shortly after that, we had like you know what what would be modern hip hop, and that's when like Lil Wayne and and Gucci Man and cats like that started coming out. Right in between those eras is like when Kanye West came out, and he was like this bridge between the two styles, in my opinion, where he had like these funky, uh, sampled East Coast boom pat beats, but they were just modern enough to where they didn't sound like, like like he didn't sound like a fucking fossil. You know what I mean? He sounded new school but old school at the same time, and he's the one who really inspired me because I already liked to rap, and then I was、mm-hmm. just like, wait, you know what I mean? If Kanye West can make beats, I'm sure I can make beats too. You know、oh, what I mean?、Yeah. And then it just took off from there, man. You know, I like Kanye West, bro. He's he's something like we all call Kanye West crazy right now. But when、mm-hmm. he dies next, you know, thirty, forty years or whatever, people are gonna look back and only look at the things that he's done for hip hop. You know what I mean? Like he changed、oh, yeah. much that people、True. don't want to admit. And the, like that's the thing with like so many artists these days. It's like you can look at them on like their career path and like see them as a completely different person. But it's like it's like two different personalities, I, I guess you could say. So it's like you could either look at someone for what they've done, or you can look at someone for like what else, like other stuff that they've done, like in their personal life and stuff. Exactly. You know, I think it's something that you know, like I don't know if you guys like you know, I mean, read much about like sociology or whatever.、Mm-hmm. But cancel cancel culture is something that I really fucking hate, and it's like cancel culture. Somebody does something shitty. Our generation just like decides to ruin their career over it. Where it's like, I feel like we never. These days, it's almost like an inability for us to separate the art from the artists. And I like try to avoid that like way of thinking. And yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I disagree with you know fucking everything political wise. Kanye West fucking has to say, but he's still one of my favorite artists to ever fucking live. You know. Exactly. Yeah, dude, I mean, like, you can either like mix the two or. You can just look at them for what they make, and that's about it. Right. Exactly. I think I, cancel cancel culture, man. Fuck it. I hate that、yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Too. There's no point. Identity <laughs> politics in general, I think.、Mm-hmm. Shit is just like terrible. Or it's like、yeah. you know, people the vegan, then like being vegan is their personality. Right. Instead of they do. Personally, I don't really see the like. The need or the want to just turn someone down for what they believe in or what they want to、yeah. be or something like that. If they want to be something or if they want to make something like art or whatever, you shouldn't feel the need to turn them down for something they enjoy. Which totally, I don't, really, I don't fuck with people like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree. It's just the identity politics that gets dangerous. Just a question: Um, what was like the hardest part of getting your career started? Like some difficulties, like. Obviously, there's gonna be like the usual like people not believing in you and like it getting hard to start. But like, is there like anything personal going on that was, may have been like, like stop? You know, dude, I, I was so fucking poor that like doing regular things felt like impossible. You know, when I got my first like little home studio setup, like well, okay, like before that even, I was walking. So Joshua Tree is a really small fucking town. Like you can. Like the whole town is on one like highway that you can drive through the whole town in like a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, super small town. And um, in car, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a quick drive. 
But when you're walking places, everything's so spread the fuck out because it's a desert, you know? Oh, yeah. So before I got my home studio, I was walking all the way across fucking town to this kid named Andy Thrust, who's like a super cool dude, um, to his home studio. Like fucking all, I'm talking like like a couple, like a few miles. I was walking or skateboarding just so I can like have the ability to make music, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so, you know, so that fucking sucked. You know what I mean? It kills your motivation to even fucking do it because you're like, oh, I want to record this great song, but do I want to make this shitty ass walk in the shitty ass right. heat? No. And then, and then when I got my home studio, shit, I, and I saved up only like a, you know, a couple hundred dollars, but like as a kid, that was hard. You know, we were fucking poor. Like I had to, I had to buy food and shit, oh, yeah. you know? And so saving up even a couple hundred dollars was really hard for me. So that, that, that was like, you know, that was, that was a difficulty for sure. And then after I got my home studio, you know, the difficulties just came from like normal household shit. Like, you know, parents arguing, so I can't record this track. You know what I mean? Or else it's going to be in the back or power getting turned off. You know what I mean? So I don't even have power to fucking record the song if I if I wanted to right now or whatever. You know, there's lots of difficulties like that. But to be honest, I don't think people never believed in me. I feel like a lot of artists say like, oh, no one believed in me. Yada, yada, yada. I, I actually had a lot of people who were very supportive. Like, I used to rap at lunch, you know what I mean, in high school, and I, we, I would get a decent crowd. And, you know what I mean, everyone knew that I was, like, the guy who rapped, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I can't really say no one believed in me, because I had tons of people who, who believed in me and still believe in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was the household shit that, like, made it difficult or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was there that like was the any... hardest part. Yeah. Or breaking those, like, barriers, you know, trying to, like, you know, like, like for example, like, you know what I mean? my mom wasn't in the best position at the time when i first started making music so you know like i would get into a, a big argument with her and then i'm you know what i mean then i'm just like not in the fucking mood to make you know try to like right. separate that so there, like, there's like a lot of house household shit like that that made it hard but in terms of people like believing in me people definitely believed in me i'll never not appreciate that and fail to recognize that people definitely believed in me yeah. that was great that's great about it who's Small been town. there like since like day one with you mad flow milo and joey craft the other kid on this town uh, he's my brother he's uh we were best friends since like you know babies and mm-hmm. um if you watch the documentary you'll kind of see his fate but he he's he's kind of just like a i don't know he's just not doing well he's like yeah. you know what i mean i don't want to say like tweaker because that's such like no, a negative. Yeah, yeah. but like you know what i mean he, he's just he's not doing well man so i kind of like he's gone but the most you can do with someone like that is Help them as much as you can and wish them the best. Oh, yeah, you know, exactly, bro. That's, like, what it's about. And, you know, I mean, it sucks because drug addiction is such a serious thing in every town. But I feel like especially in this small town, like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to do here. So I feel like so many kids start experimenting with drugs and then they just get fucked up. Like, like, there's a huge, huge, like, tweaker population in this town. Like, huge fucking, like, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. And, you know what I mean, so you try to help these people at first and you do everything you can and you expand your resources as much as you can. And then there's like a threshold where it's just like, you know, people don't want to help themselves, so you can't help them anymore. So you have to just sort of like isolate yourself from them, you know, completely. Right. Mm-hmm. Do, you, uh, do you use your following to kind of like spread awareness and stuff about that topic? Yeah. Yes, I do. Black Rock High School, the school that the... Um, documentaries about the school i graduated from i i go there and talk to talk to the kids a lot and uh also just a lot of my music is about mental health because mm-hmm. it's, it's very it's very important to me 
is very important to a lot of people and a lot of people who have uh, troubles with mental health you know what I mean they're, they're they're very alone you know what I mean I don't want to say that cliche thing where it's just like oh I want I want to like connect with people but, but it's like you know what I mean it's true I just like I just want people to know that people understand them I think that's what people really need it's just someone to understand them they don't need to even be there for them all the time they just need to know they're not fucking alone right yeah and I that helps you know? yeah honestly sometimes that's all that someone needs yeah man you know i heard uh i was reading this book and i heard this interesting or i read this interesting quote when it was saying that sometimes you just got to be someone's darkness buddy and mm-hmm. what that means that you know like you ever walk down the street in the middle of the night and you're fucking scared kind of but you walk down the street with like a friend and even if you're not talking to them like just it's just like having fine. that presence like, there yeah yeah and then so yeah. like, i try to i try to really use that um that sort of way of thinking in my music where it's just like i don't have to be there and necessarily always be there for you i just you know what i mean i'm just there with you you know mm-hmm. i feel like if i can describe my music in any way i feel like that's what i'm trying to do you're just trying to be like a outlet for people yeah man you know i don't know i feel like we just, as like a fucking species just don't give a shit about each other I, you know what i mean i just i don't want to follow that way honestly i can almost relate to you in like the sense of living in a small town because I live in a fairly small town and a lot of the kids around me are like 12 and just smoke cigs and just smoke weed and just do drugs all the time and just do bad shit constantly. Exactly. Because a lot of the people there, like the parents mostly, they just don't have any direction for their children or they don't have any help. Like they, they don't help them any, with any way. They just, yeah. you know, let them do what they want. And... Kids see their parents living like check to check or they mm-hmm. see their parents these down situations and think that's just a way of life so they they don't have a problem with it if that's the direction they're going like oh i saw my mom live check to check so i don't mind like these kids almost don't even have like the aspiration to do to do and i'm not saying that like you know i mean i feel like every teenager is gonna you know do some drugs and do some shit (laughs) fucking regret or whatever and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. it's just like i feel so bad for these kids man who made it away like because like I feel like I was my way of life for a long time, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. you know I I don't know like I, I had like a like an epiphany or some shit one day because I didn't gradually stop. I like just decided to stop, like do different. You just straight and, up stopped it right then and there. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like I didn't gradually stop it or nothing. Was it like your music career kind of like making you want to stop and like you just want to get on the right track and just focus on you? You know, I don't know. I I just kind of remember one day. Okay, so like in my town, there's something that they call park kids, and park kids are the are the kids who who hang out at the park because there's nowhere to fucking hang out, and they just you know do drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And you know what I mean. So I was definitely like a park kid, and I don't know, dude. I can't honestly tell you what made me stop because I was making music through my park kid days. I wasn't really. They weren't. They weren't really uh, getting in each other's way necessarily. But just like one day, I was just like, you know, I don't want to. So you know, you, I'm guessing you hung out with like a certain group of people, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so on your YouTube channel, I see there's a couple videos talking about like Pirate Squad or something. Where like those mainly like the people that you hung out with back then. So Pirate Gang. That's that's still what we call us. So Pirate Gang essentially is me. Mad Flo Milo and Joey Craft. That's what it started as. It was us. We made music. That was it. And then slowly it, it graduated, it, it, it like gradually turned into just like this bigger collective of like everyone we hung out with, you know, started calling themselves Pirate Gang too. And we were just, I don't know, just doing fuck shit all the time. And then <laughs> it be 
it became like less of about the music and more of just like a collective. And we were just like, you know, the Pirate Gang was just like, like if I could describe Pirate Gang in a few words, it was like skating, rapping, graffiti, you know, it, it was just, yeah, it was just like a collective of things. But I feel like now it sort of matured back to like what it was. We're, we're actually working on a, a Pirate Gang like mixtape right now. Yeah, that's sick, oh, dude. Oh, so Pirate Gang Returns? Yeah, yeah. It's um at this point, so it's still me and Mad Flo Milo. You know, Joey's gone, as I explained. We got our buddy Dez with us these days. His name is Playboy Dez. He's on Instagram too. He's a sick ass artist. And then, you know, there's this other kid, ABD, badass rapper. Talking like slaughterhouse caliber bars. Damn. And he's a fucking beast, bro. Like that guy could beat anyone in the rap battle. You know what I mean? So collectively, I feel like that's kind of like the new pirate gang. That's who's always at the studio here with me. And like we're, we're all working on an album that we decided is going to be called Pirate Gang, the movie. You know, so Pirate Gang is, is back. I guess it did take a hiatus for a while, but it is definitely back. What do you think is next for you? Like either just kind of in the music industry or do you think you're going to get like maybe another uh, chance to be in another movie? Yes, yes. Um, I'm actually in, in very early stages of on a right now um, Dude, that's sick but but so the thing is with making movies it's not as easy as people think it is so a lot of time mm. all this work gets put into movies and they never get finished that's just like a common thing in the movie industry especially in the documentary scene so i you know i mean i'm in very early stages of working on another movie right now because i actually have stuff in other movies more low-key stuff like i sold a song to Lionsgate, which mean like which which means it's in the library which means mm. that they can use it if they want and you know what I mean not use it if they want to you know so I it's it's like there's no guarantee that it's gonna be in anything you know yeah so I, but I want to stick to that side of things uh, the licensing of music because in all actuality that's like where the money is you know you can license something in a really cool place and then just get paid for it for the rest of your life you know but I, I as of lately I'm making a social media presence more so i guess the goal is to get like more followers and just kind of see what i can do independently um because you know i've turned down record label contracts especially like right after the movie i had people who wanted to sign me but i, I don't like the idea of getting signed so it's a it's a it's a longer tougher journey compared to like people who are looking to get signed you know so i don't know i don't know where the fuck i'm going i'm just gonna keep vibing you know? so my original plan i was gonna drop every time i drop a new song i gain a couple hundred followers lately like as of this mm -hmm. year and my whole plan was that i was gonna i had i had four shows lined up prior to the pandemic mm -hmm. uh one of them was at the viper room man which was gonna be sick and then i was gonna shoot a music video every month and then drop a song every month but due to the pandemic you know that obviously got shit on right so my to be 100 percent honest my year's game plan got fucked but as soon as things feeling normal again, I feel like I, th I think I'm just going to get back in terms of the music videos, singles and the show, you know? Hell yeah. Because right before the pandemic, I had a show and shit, but yeah. Dude, and then I had be... after that. You said that mm. you're not, you weren't really looking to be signed. So are you doing this music thing more as like, um, like just for yourself? Are you doing it more for like the, your fans and like people that support you and to help them or? Like, are you eventually going to take Oh, man, I'm addicted to music. I'm addicted to making music, man. Like, I don't know who it's for. It could be for me. It could be for my fans. I don't fucking know. I just love, you know? I hate the idea of being signed, bro. I've, I've turned down three record contracts, and I've read them and don't like the idea of it at all, mm. whatsoever. And, and it's like, and then you get a lot of cats who just get, like, fucked by the record label, like Uzi Vert, you know what I mean? His album yeah. was fucking three years, you know? And they just put him on the shelf for no fucking reason. 
Mm. It was just, you know, like I don't like the idea of not having creative control because, like, I am my own producer. You know, I went to college for audio engineering and shit, so it's like a something to sound a certain way like it's gonna i don't want somebody else to say no i'm not fucking do that you know so i just don't i just don't want to be signed i understand that their resources are amazing you know what i mean and, and it's a quick way to the top but like it's just almost not worth it you know what i mean there's 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 artists who are independent and have done amazing things i just would love to be the next one yeah, you definitely lose so much of like freedom when as soon as you sign right oh totally dude one of the contracts i got whose name I'm not allowed to mention because that's just part of the contracts fucking too. But uh, one of them said that like, like I had to make like, I forgot the exact fucking wording of it, but they pretty much said that I had to make like fucking like holiday themed songs if I was asked to. And I was like, you mean to tell me that I have to make a fucking Christmas song if you want me to? I was like, fuck that. And, yeah. and like the, the contract was for a lot, man. It was like a bigger contract. You know what I mean? Mm. It was like a, it was like a bigger contract too. And I was just like, fuck no. I'm yeah, your hope at all. Yeah, there's some artists <laughs> yeah. out there that like I really like personally, and like even though they're signed, like they don't like they don't want to be signed, but it's just kind of like their way of life because they like got to the point where like they're so big without being signed that they like they kind of needed to get signed to like keep their like lifestyle going and not just have to stop everything and just get like a nine to five. It's definitely a hard thing like if you're wanting to be like free and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and it's like I get signed is necessarily doing the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Like, cause like, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's a like I said, it's a great way to the top. Go. Sorry, I'm yelling at my dogs. It's a a great way to to the top, and you know what I mean. There's a lot of people who have reached immense success, you know, with being signed, but it's just not for everybody. It's not for everyone. It's not for my type of music. Like, 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 I don't make radio music, right? So it's like, I'll never be, there's a good chance, and I'm just being realistic here, not pessimistic, but there, there's a good chance I'm never gonna be the platinum selling artist that, like, Uzi Vert is, for example, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not because my music is bad, or his music is bad, or mine's better, or his is better. It's just because, you know, the mainstream is a very delicate place, you know? Right. And it's for people like me, just like how, you know, I mean, not to compare myself to a great. But just like how it's not really the place for J. Cole, even though, mm-hmm. you know, even though he's a, a huge artist. Oh, yeah. So someone who makes music like me doesn't doesn't do well signed because it's not, it's, you know what I mean? It's not the the vibe that, like, the industry is looking for. Right. You ever think you would take, like, that. a sign or something? Like, say, if, like, you got, like, immensely big and, like, you had, like, a big following and, like, say, like, uh, you're wanting to move or something, but, like... The, the money was just like too much would you like i'm not saying like would you just take the sign just for the money but like would you do it so like you know like maybe you know like because like the, the interesting thing about like, to the like point okay where, people, like it's like your own job and like you need it like like, like maybe you know because like like i said people get signed in two ways like people get signed when they're nobody about to blow so the industry says oh let me let me catch this cat before anyone else does so i can get my share of this money or when you're so big, they want to market you or they, they don't need to give you anything. They just want to market you. And so like there's a lot of people who say don't get signed until labels need you and you don't need them. So if I was at that point where I didn't need a label but just wanted their resources, then maybe, yeah, for sure. But I don't think I could 
get signed just because they're offering me, you know, some fucking money. If I just because right. those contracts are long, man. When you read the shit that you have to do, mm -hmm. the rules you have to follow, like you you give up a set of a, a good chunk of like what you're what makes Reason. you unique. Yeah, and that's the thing, like signing, like don't they like force you to put stuff out there? So it's not even like, like even if like you like doing it, like obviously sometimes you just want to like, take a break and yeah yeah like most lab like most labels sign you for like and then immediately make you work on an album and that's not always a bad thing or anything but like the thing is like there's a lot of artists who just don't make albums you know there's a lot of artists who like get all their money from dropping singles you know like playboy cardi you know mm -hmm. yeah and i feel that i feel like it's it's a good but bad thing because like it can help you out with like like making you want to do more songs and stuff and like kind of be like all right like Mind you gotta like make some music, but it's also bad like for the creative flow. Like, some people they just, exactly they just see what happened to Mike Posner. Yeah, you see what happened yeah. to him. Like they fucked him, you know. And then like they they signed him and made him turn into a totally different human than the person he even was. Damn. And then he makes his mute like you know. There's that one that got big. Uh, pill. I took a pill in Ibiza. Oh yeah, the remix. Mm. Yeah, like if you listen to the, the lyrics of that song, he's like talking about like how the label fucked him, yeah. and they made him put out songs that he didn't care to do, and then like now has to sort of start his career over and make the music he wants to do. You know, honestly, like but, I've been watching, I've been listening to a lot of your songs lately and just studying them, and I really fuck with most of your shit. Like, you have so much potential, and I can see you going really far. I appreciate it, man. I really your do. songs are yeah dude no problem like your songs are very well made your lyrics are great you have a great voice so i see you going i see you going places man it's gonna go I well think, i think so too you know i actually spent like this whole few days like in the studio just recording a bunch of songs trying to get all this work done as much as possible before i don't have time to or you know you know like you know the pandemic is like slowly ending in america we're not you know what i mean i'm not gonna have all this free time i have now you know i've been putting it work man hopefully it pays off i can see it man <laughs> it's fucking crazy mm -hmm. speaking of which how are you how how the pandemic affected how's that affected you guys honestly for me it really hasn't <laughs> done the best for me honestly kind of feeling like because i've been working on quite a few stuff in my studio also but like we have all this spare time but at the same time, there's not a lot of drive to do stuff. Exactly. You're not so, interacting. Right. Because you're not really, you know, talking to most of the same people that you like and or that you're used to like talking to. So um, when it first started, I was in the same boat. I wasn't feeling super motivated. Right. Because things are just felt so different and stressful, especially like, you know, what I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know how old you guys are, but, you know, like someone like me, you know, what I mean, I have a I don't have an apartment anymore. You know, I have a house. I have a house I have yeah. to pay for. You know, so it's like there's like all these stresses that come with it, you know, mm -hmm. and so it's like I wasn't feeling super goddamn motivated. And then like I started doing things like, for example, like uh, reading, I was reading more because I, so since we can't like interact with the fucking you got time to like read because if you read right. some shit, thinking thoughts you never thought before, you know, so it, it almost yeah. sparked inspiration in a way I feel like personally. So I was like doing shit like that, like I was reading a lot even just comic books i wasn't even reading novels i was just reading a ton of comics and um i bought a bunch of games like video games mm -hmm. that i normally don't like like i don't like uh like i like i suck at shooting games like i'm super fucking ass at shooting games but mm -hmm. like uh but you know what i mean I, i've been playing like fortnite and shit you know games yeah like, don't, like i was just putting my head in a different fucking place yeah i mean that helps sometimes you know totally man well i i i hope your inspiration your drive comes back swiftly 
Oh, no doubt, dude. Things are gonna be normal soon. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait for this shit to end, dude. Like, there's so many things that I miss doing that I can't do anymore. So just sitting inside, like, 90% of the time is just gonna ass. Yeah, man. You know, like, so I was already a shut-in. Like, I, I don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, you probably heard the Lonesome song. You know, I don't... Yeah. I don't... I don't like going anywhere. I stay in my house all the fucking time. I'm in my studio all the time. But the pandemic made me realize that like, like seeing it, how it affects other people. I'm just like, oh damn, man. I took a lot of shit for granted. Like, right. like, like, cause where I'm at, like what's cool about being in Joshua Tree is that if I drive two hours one direction, I go, I get to the beach. If I drive two hours the other direction, I get to uh, the, a river, Colorado River. Mm -hmm. uh, if I fucking walk into the goddamn desert, you know what I mean? I get a mountain to climb. All types right. of this place. And, um, but you know what I mean? Like that, I took all that, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like seeing, seeing like, like having the, like the fact that I cannot do those things if I wanted to made me realize I should be doing those things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's honestly a cool mindset to have. It's like, to be honest, like I've, I've been, I've been like, in terms of like my schedule, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, it's affecting a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, like, I have a feeling that living in a small town, there's just not a lot of opportunities in general to do. Just shit I like that kind of sucks. the whole thing, like you said, like, it's like stuff that you don't normally do. You realize, like, dang, like, now, like, when you're, like, forced and said, like, you can't do it, then, like, you want to go out. And, like, you know, I think one thing that has been positive about this pandemic is that i feel like there's a change in mind state happening oh yeah where people are starting to appreciate like each other more like for instance like my day job you know we, i make music but my day job is food service mm -hmm. and you know what i mean I'm, I'm getting all these you know like for example like old fucking karen type ladies <laughs> who are just who are saying things like man i'm so happy you're open you know what i mean and they're yeah. tipping well, and they're and they're being appreciative and I, and I think that maybe there's like a mind state shift happening because we all realize how shitty we treat each other, you know? Right. It's yeah, that's really true. Really. Now that a lot of jobs are, you know, being kind of fucked over, that uh, people are now starting to realize that the low, like the minimum wage jobs are becoming like way more essential. People are oh, starting yeah, to respect so many more people. Bro, I've worked food service since I was 16 and... I've always been called fucking scum. I've always been treated the, the worst, you know what I mean? Like, because I've done construction and all this other shit, too. Mm. And I've been treated worse than in food service. But all of a sudden, yeah. I'm essential, you know? I'm essential. And these people are fucking, you know, starting to see that, you know what I mean? The shit, you know what I mean? Treat, like, that we're fucking humans. We're not fucking retards working at McDonald's, you know? We're fucking, we're like humans with human emotions. We're not just, hot, you know? Mm -hmm. and it's just, people are seeing that right now. Yeah. Really Could not agree more. Yeah, I, I always hated that. The fact that people thought minimum wage workers were like imbeciles or something. Just I mean, like, dude, still, like, it's it's an opportunity for them to realize, like, they have something to do, you know? Exactly, or just man. they have a job that they're needed for. Like, even before the pandemic, like, look how fast food services and shit like that were still, like, pretty essential. Like, everybody still enjoyed getting McDonald's or Taco Bell every once in a while, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or just right, like so, any minimum wage job. My brother just walked by with Taco Bell. That's <laughs> funny. Word up. You got any more questions for me, man? 
Um, honestly, yeah, I have one more question, if anything. Do you think you have any hidden meaning in any of your song? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I for sure, 100%. And I do things subliminally sometimes, purposely, because we can't always say the things we're thinking yeah. without scrambling the words and, and then not getting your point across. So a lot of the things I do are very subliminal. Branching off that, like the hidden meetings and stuff, like, is there anything in your songs that maybe, like, something personally going on in your life that you kind of like use like your music as like your emotional outlet just to kind of get stuff off your chest yeah yeah i think most artists do man i think most artists just treat their art that way in its nature uh, I, I feel like a lot of my music comes from like observation seen and thought and felt you know like I, I don't i don't think i ever write shit without meaning to be honest even like the the trappy talking shit type songs that i sometimes make I'm never really saying. Uh, yeah, I, th I think I think everything uh, is definitely like an outlet to say one thing or another. You know. Your song though, can anybody hear me? Like, what was like, what was like your main like thing that you're trying to get across? Like your main purpose for that song. So that song is oh, actually one of my favorite songs. So the the line "Can anybody hear me?" You know, I mean, just means that like, mm -hmm. fucking listening to each other. You know, just in general the world you know what i mean so the first verse like i like so you've heard the song yeah the, like the first song is very chill you know yeah the first and the second the beat picks up and it gets a little more progressive and uh my mind state on the first half of the song was what's going on with me I mean, my anxieties my stress and things i think about it and then the second half of the song what i felt was wrong with the world uh, that and that shit you know what i mean mm -hmm. so the first verse was internal the second verse was external things that i'm observing the video attached to that song the locations that you like picked um, what were like uh like the mindset behind that because like there's like some dark wooded areas there's like broken down like buildings and like rubble it looks like i feel like that uh so most of that i'm not gonna lie was this amazing cinematographer named henry powers follow him on instagram he's a fucking okay. beast <laughs> um he he makes movies bro like he makes movies like inside yeah. like if you look at his other music videos man every music video he makes is beautiful and um so i i gave him this very simple concept I, I want to be in a very secluded place talking you know what i mean i want i want i want the image to put off isolation you yeah. then he said gotcha and then came up with all these amazing locations that are here local in our town and then you know what i mean so i can't even take credit for strictly creative eye of henry power that dude is a fucking beast like i gave him one small idea and then he said gotcha made it happen yeah he's Sometimes an amazing it just guy. takes one person you know <laughs> dude exactly bro and that guy is so like i could talk about that guy that guy is insanely talented mm -hmm. son do you think like that song like helped anybody like view anything differently or i hope so you know i mean i can't say if it did or didn't mm -hmm. but i hope so you know was that like a purpose of putting it out there just kind of like letting your emotions out so other people can like understand like the same thing and hopefully you can like let them do things differently yeah you know i mean i guess so for sure like it's hard for me to describe like why i put out certain songs to be honest but yeah that, that sounds right you know I, I want i want people to be open to like conversations of, like how they feel and shit like that and so i feel like a big part of my music when i put it out it's like in that nature um do you have any just like crazy ass stories 
of just like either growing up or anything that just sparks your mind that's just like that happened to me like that's I'm crazy. crazy like I'm, I'm crazy at like good or bad like oh, I just, fuck, I just, my whatever life you want <laughs> my whole just life like, throw us a story man like like not traumatic but like something crazy that right happened yeah bro watch my homie die so, <laughs> so recently mm. i want to say november i guess not that recently as far as how often that's fuck november of last year we went to a party and there's 10 artists or some shit performing it was a bunch of local cats yeah supposed to be a, a really great time and yeah um everything was super cool everything was all right at first and then my cousin like got his money stolen he got money stolen or his whole fanny pack got stolen. and he had like a lot of money so we're trying to figure out who stole it found out who stole it dude ends up hitting him over the head with a bottle I shit you not wait so, uh like the guy that who stole it hit him or he hit the guy who stole it now nah, the guy who the guy who stole it hit him okay Damn. and then so my other cousin his brother and i'm not gonna say no yeah, names. yeah no names. Mm. everyone everyone just started fighting long story short everyone just started and you know what i mean we help people get out and shit we're like trying to usher people out of the party and help fucking yeah. <laughs> help trying to like make some goddamn yeah. peace <laughs> And then, yeah, bro, and it was nuts. Everyone was fighting. I was fighting. Everyone was fighting. Everyone was fighting. And then, yeah, that, that was the last time I, I fucking went out. And then, you know, it was fucked up. Like, a month before that, I had went out, and then gotten, and then we, there was another big old fight. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I'm not even the type to walk around starting fights. Because, like, like I'm, a, like, I'm a trained martial artist. Like, I, I did boxing and jiu-jitsu for, for many years. So I'm not even, like, supposed, like, you know what I mean? I'm not even supposed fucking supposed to fucking fight like you know what i mean i don't i don't go around like fucking right. it was it was nuts it was nuts and i wish i can give more detail it was mm-hmm. fucking that is my crazy story <laughs> did Damn, you dude, that, did that you ever, is pretty fucking crazy did you ever get like the bag back and like was the dude okay that got hit yeah he was fine from what i know the bag was retrieved hey, get and, that bag. but like oh my god i wish i could tell <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like thinking about it, replaying it in my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that about wraps it up for our very first um, episode here on Impulse. Uh, big yeah. thank you to Mike for coming on, man. Like, it's much appreciated. Yeah, much appreciated. Thanks for having me. I had fun for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I'll, be, I'll be hanging on Discord for a while. You know what I mean? It's a good Y'all place. Put me on. It's a good place. Good. Cool. Yeah, we We're have. Up. We have some more interviews uh, coming out later this week as well. So, um, everybody, link will be in the bio for joining the server. If uh, we didn't really do it for this one, but during like the interviews, like um, for our other special guests and stuff, if they want to have some of their fans join or something, they could uh, definitely join. So, uh, yeah, guys... in the future, I'll promote. Too, you know, what I mean, I'll make it to where we get some people out. This one was like, I was so busy this week that I just didn't promote it and this and that. Dude, don't worry. Yeah, no, no, it, this one, it was all good, man. Very first episode, we're just getting new things. It's all cool. Hell yeah. We're oh, gonna have shit. Mike shit Daddy, all in the y'all. bio, too. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, get, I, I gotta get on the move, but I definitely Ooh, yeah. appreciate y'all for having me on here. It's been yeah, really fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was honestly really fun. I really appreciate you coming on and just answering a few of our questions. Hell yeah, fun. man. I'm a- Following you guys, bro. We're kin now. Oh, yeah, Batman. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. You're in the gang. I'll talk to y'all later. Oh yeah. Have All a good right, night, man. See you, man. See you.
Alright, and yeah, for everyone else, link in bio to join the server. We have some coming out later this week at the time of this upload. Don't really know when that will be. But, um, <laughs> yeah, everything will be in the bio. Uh, yeah. All of Mike's socials will be down there. We'll link uh, a couple of the songs that were named. We'll link the uh, Netflix to the movie. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned. If you go ahead in the down below in the bio, you're going to see the Impulse Talk Show Instagram. And I may put my personal on there. Don't know yet. But um, definitely if you follow that, that's like where you'll see a lot of notifications. That in the Discord server. So if you guys want to know like who's coming up next, like we got some pretty big people coming on. So I uh, just got to definitely make sure to check that out. We'll, uh, we'll see who's uh, coming on next. But um, that's been it. Uh, do you have anything to say, Carbier? No, I just want to appreciate everyone for listening. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Dude. <laughs> All right, man. All right, so. All right. Have a good night, guys.